here's the thing about becoming a full-time content creator that a lot of the gurus online don't talk about. It's really hard and it takes a freaking long time. I know those of us that give advice in YouTube videos or on Instagram pages or in podcasts don't often like to talk about that side of things because it's not fun and exciting and it doesn't feel particularly encouraging. But the truth is the content creator journey is a long one that can feel really frustrating and discouraging at points. And I want to be real about that because I have definitely personally felt that along my journey in my creative career. And chances are you've also hit a creative rut or felt burnout or just sort of felt like quitting at some point. There are a lot of different things that can contribute to this, but ultimately I think a lot of it comes back to the fact that becoming a full-time content creator takes a lot of work and for the first few months, probably years of that hard work, you don't see a lot of outcomes. You don't see a lot of good results. You have to put in a lot of time creating, really working hard to finally see those delayed results years later. And so during that time when you're creating and you're not getting comments and you're not seeing your follower count go up, it can feel really, really hard to motivate yourself to keep going. Thankfully, there are a few ways that you can re-motivate yourself, maybe see things from a different perspective and regain that passion and enthusiasm that you started out your creator journey with. So keep on listening because hopefully in today's episode, if you've been feeling like you just don't want to keep going as a content creator, hopefully I'll be able to give you some inspiration to get you back on that path again. Welcome to the Creator Club podcast produced by Creatorly Media. I'm your host, Katie Steckley. I'm a side hustle YouTuber turned six-figure CEO that's obsessed with social media, making content, and building communities. Here on the Creator Club podcast, we dive deep into the social media and content creation strategies that are important to you as a creator. Whether you want to grow on Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, or with a podcast, we've got advice for you. So stay tuned for my workshop style solo shows and the occasional expert interview. Oh, and by the way, this club is open to everyone. Whether you have one or 1 million followers, there's a seat for you at the table. So let's get into it. Hey there, I just wanted to interrupt myself very briefly to ask you a super quick question. Did you know that my team and I at Creatorly Media have podcast services? If you've been dreaming of starting a podcast but feel overwhelmed by all the technical aspects, that's exactly what we're here for. We can help make your podcast dream a reality with our professional editing and launching services, and we can even help you with creating an attention-grabbing intro and outro. Want your podcast featured on YouTube as well? We've got you covered. If you're ready to start growing an audience with your new podcast, then check out our services at creatorlymedia.com slash services. We're currently accepting new podcast clients, and we would be super excited to work with you. So go over to our website. That's creatorlymedia.com slash services. We can't wait for you to be a part of the Creator Club. Welcome back to the Creator Club podcast. I am so excited to be sitting down and chatting with you today. This is a topic for this episode that is really close to my heart. 
um, because I've been through a lot of ups and downs on my creator journey and I honestly don't see a ton of people talking about it online and so I'm really passionate about sharing this with you and just kind of letting you know if you've been through some of these struggles you're not alone because I know it would have really helped for me to have that kind of solidarity and encouragement when I went through those valleys in between the peaks of the creator journey you know that's the thing there's so many ups and downs because when you see your views going up when you get a bunch of new followers when you have a viral reel you feel so great you feel amazing you're like yes it's all finally coming together for me like this is my big break and then it can feel all the more worse when you see your engagement go down or have less views or your follower count maybe becomes a little stagnant it just feels so personal and close to you as a person when you are putting yourself out there as a personal brand that's why it can sting so much when you don't see the results that you want so today we're going to go through a couple main strategies that i have for regaining that sense of enthusiasm and motivation that can be so easily lost in the harsh world of social media the first one that i want to suggest if you are feeling like you really just don't feel like pushing forward as a creator is you should try taking a step back. According to this article written by Tanner Christensen with Creative Something, stress hinders creativity by using available brain energy for non-creative tasks like worrying or uncontrollably eating a pint of ice cream. Because it signals to the brain that there's danger nearby, stress restricts our focus by releasing tense-inducing biochemicals and reverting processes from one area to another. Think fight or flight, not fight and flight. Basically, what this quote is telling us is that when we find ourselves really stressed, which can be one of the number one reasons that makes you want to kind of give up on your pursuit of being a creator, our creativity is restricted. So it kind of becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy. If you basically see kind of bad results, you're feeling discouraged, maybe your journey as a creator isn't going as you intended, you start to get stressed. You start to feel like, oh my gosh, I don't know if I can do this. Maybe I'm not cut out for this. And then the problem is that stress then hinders your ability to be creative. Like the quote says, it uses up your brain energy for non-creative tasks. So you aren't able to kind of address your stress and kind of feel it and work through it and be creative at the same time. So if you were already in a rut and then you get stressed about being in a rut, then it's just going to further your kind of creator's block. Research shows that stress truly kills creativity. And one of the best ways to reduce stress is by taking a step back. Now, I know from personal experience that taking a step back is easier said than done. I struggle with stepping away when I know there's so much to do. But overall, you'll get more work done if you give yourself and your brain a well-deserved break. When it comes to taking a step back, one big suggestion is to put away the screens and do something different. Write on paper, take photos, paint something, go for a long walk, go to your favorite coffee shop or read a book. Take yourself out of the current environment so that you can start to change things up. I know a lot of creators struggle with the idea of taking a step back from creating because you feel a pressure to be highly consistent on the platforms that you're creating for. And especially on Instagram and TikTok, you might feel like you need to be on there every single day posting something new and fresh. And that can be really, really hard to keep up. 
but I promise you taking a step back is probably one of the best things you can do to regain that creativity and become more consistent again. Sometimes I think when you keep struggling and sort of like limping along trying to post this or post that even though you don't really have any good ideas for it, you're just prolonging this stressed kind of state that you're in and you would actually have a better time coming up with ideas and being consistent if you would just give yourself a week off and then come back with sort of a refreshed energy for creating. And I know it seems like taking that time off is going to be detrimental to your growth. And look, it is true. If you don't post for a week, then you're not going to post a viral reel that week. You're not going to probably gain as many followers as you otherwise would have. But it's an investment in your future. You're still going to be so much better off if you just take that time to rest, maybe come up with some new ideas, and then you'll come back and actually post stuff that is going to be effective for you rather than continuing on posting stuff that you're just, you know, kind of doing at 50% capacity because you're so stressed that you lack that creativity. So really, really consider just giving yourself like a week vacation from creating before you just kind of give up altogether. Like if you're at a point in your journey where you're like, you know what, maybe I'm going to give up this whole YouTube thing, or maybe I'm going to stop trying to grow on Instagram, or I'm just going to quit this podcast that I started. Just give yourself a mini creator sabbatical. Allow yourself to not post for a determined amount of time. Like don't just kind of like have an indefinite break. Give yourself a date that you're going to return to because otherwise an indefinite break is basically quitting. So promise yourself that you're going to come back at a certain date and then take that time away Try to not spend so much time on screens. Try to really lean into the things that you find inspiring, whether that's, you know, like I said, painting or reading a book or cross-stitching or baking or whatever it is that you can find kind of out in the real world that brings you inspiration. And then you can slowly kind of integrate yourself back into the online world. I would recommend like watching the YouTube videos that inspire you most, listening to podcasts that really inspire you, and then slowly kind of dip your toes back into the platform that you're creating on. Um, it can be really great to get inspiration from other platforms. So like for me, if I'm lacking Instagram inspiration, I might watch some of my favorite YouTubers because it might give me a fresh perspective on what Instagram content could look like. So consider using that process of kind of taking a step back, going into your real world hobbies that you find inspiring, and then slowly integrating yourself back into the online world. And I think that you will find that you'll probably come back to your Instagram, your podcast, whatever you're creating with a refreshed sense of creativity and feeling a little less stressed because you'll have proven to yourself that it's okay to take a break and you don't have to be running on this content treadmill all the time. You can step back and you will find yourself more inspired. The next thing you can do if you're feeling overwhelmed, you're feeling like you might be ready to quit, you should ask yourself, what is truly a priority for you? Let me guess. One of the reasons you're feeling unmotivated and unexcited about moving forward as a creator is because your plate is just too full. This happens to me all the time, almost daily. Honestly, I get really stressed and overwhelmed with everything that I have going on. um, And it makes me feel like maybe I should just quit. So I don't have all this stuff going on. Look, it's super easy to add something to your to-do list, but that doesn't mean that you actually have the time or the sanity allotted to completing every task on your list. So what you have to do is figure out what is actually a priority. Here are a couple of questions you can ask yourself about the tasks on your list to determine if it's something that you should really stick to and prioritize. 
The first is, does this help you reach your true overall goal? It's really important to understand what you're really working toward. This will help you identify the tasks most important to that future outcome. It can be a good idea to break these larger goals into smaller time-related goals. You can take your overall goal and break that down into monthly tasks, which can then be broken down into daily priorities. So really consider how much all these tasks that are filling your to-do list are really moving the needle on your big goals. The next question to consider is, is it urgent? Not all tasks are urgent or super timely. Each task needs to be labeled with a deadline or a priority status like you know, high, medium, low, so you can decide what really needs to be completed. If you have a list a mile long and you're feeling overwhelmed, of course you're going to get stuck feeling that hesitation to move forward. You just feel like I can't even know where to start here. Like I just feel like giving up before I've even begun because it just seems so overwhelming. So I suggest to combat this, having a would be nice list that is off to the side of your normal to-do list where you add those low priority items. And that way, when you have some extra time, you might be able to tackle one or two of them. I personally have this on my to-do list. I have categories basically for each day of the week. So I have my Monday through Friday, and then I can organize my tasks based on which day of the week that I need to do them. So that's kind of my priority organization. And then I have a section that's called someday. And I just add notes there when I think of stuff that I know would be beneficial to my business and I want to do someday, but it's not like I need to get it done today or, you know, the world ends or whatever. So I kind of just keep those tucked away nicely so that I know I can return to them when I have the time and energy to tackle them. I think that can be really, really effective as a creator because there's pretty much an endless list of stuff that you're going to want to do to grow. Like probably every time you listen to this podcast, you come up with two or three more ideas of things that you really should be doing if you want to grow as a creator. And I know that can feel overwhelming because it's hard to know what to do first. So what I recommend doing is keeping just a quick list of all of those would be nice things. And then someday in the future, when you find yourself having a little bit of extra time or you're kind of pausing to consider what's my strategy moving forward? What do I want to do next to really see some growth? You can return to that would be nice list and then start putting that into your actual to-do list to execute on it. And in general, when it comes to priorities as a creator, it's important to remember that you don't have to do everything. You don't have to be everywhere all of the time. I personally recommend choosing two main platforms that you're going to focus your time on. And once you feel confident about having those down pat, it's a part of your routine, you're not stressing about getting that content done, then you can start to incorporate other platforms that you're also going to kind of add into your roster. So for me, that started out as YouTube and Instagram. And actually, before that, I was really, really just focused on YouTube. That was kind of my first main priority where I made sure I was posting videos at least once a week. I kind of oscillated between once a week and twice a week all throughout my time on YouTube, but that has always been my priority. It's like a YouTube video needs to get live this week. Then once I was kind of more comfortable with that routine, then I branched into Instagram and I started to be more consistent over there and made that a priority in my strategy as well. And then once I felt confident that I could be consistent on both of those platforms, I incorporated a podcast. So you can see how this isn't something like you set out to be a content creator and you're like, okay, now I'm going to be on Twitter and LinkedIn and Facebook and Instagram and TikTok and YouTube. And I mean, you get so overwhelmed because of course that is a lot of content to make. So instead you prioritize one or two platforms that you think your ideal audience is already hanging out on. 
and spend your time creating there. And already that is going to make your life 10 times less stressful because I can't even imagine if I was trying to come up with enough content for like 17 different platforms each week, um, I wouldn't be able to get it done either. So just consider that when you're thinking about your priorities as well. The final thing that I want to suggest for you, if you are feeling overwhelmed and maybe feeling like you're wanting to quit as a creator, is to create a system for yourself. One of the bigger mistakes I made early on in my business is not having an ironed out system. When you're just starting out, it sometimes doesn't feel necessary to have everything worked out or a system created or an established routine or anything like that. But let me tell you, creating a system from the beginning can help create such a smoother path for you and create less friction in your life, even if you are still working as a solo creator. Over the last couple of years, we have created so many systems in my business that have made things run so much smoother and made life much less overwhelming. If you can cut out some of the overwhelm, you'll be much less likely to feel that need to run away or quit being a creator. Over the years, I've tried many different project management systems to accomplish this level of you know, routine and automation. Right now, I use Notion for both my own personal brand and the business, Creatorly Media, as well. With all of this, there are a lot of moving parts. I'm using it to plan my YouTube channel, my podcast, my Instagram content, and my TikTok content. It's also where I track and plan my brand collaborations, store all of my brand assets, store my affiliate link library, and any other resources that I need frequently. If it weren't for having this system, there's no way I would be able to keep organized and calm and sane. I created a Notion content creator bundle that houses all of the databases that you need for your content creation business. And you can check it out by going to katiesteckley.com bundle. This content creator Notion bundle includes my in-depth content calendar that has nine custom views to keep all of your content across platforms organized. And it also includes a brand partnership tracker, the exact same format that I use to keep track of all my brand deals and make sure that I'm completing my content and getting paid on time. It also has my affiliate marketing tracker so you can store all of your affiliate links in one place. And it also has a customizable brand guide. So you can totally check that out if you want to also get organized using Notion. But at the end of the day, no matter what kind of tool you're using, like maybe you're just writing stuff down on paper or maybe you're, you know, like a Trello person or whatever it is that suits you, it's important to have some kind of system and routine so that you know what's involved with every piece of content you're making and you can reasonably estimate like how much time you need to create it and when you need to make it. So for me, for example, with YouTube, I've fallen into a very regular routine with creating videos where I know all the steps involved. So every time I make a YouTube video, I have a mini checklist for it. That's basically like film, edit, design the thumbnail, export the video, write the description and upload the video and make sure that it's scheduled for its release time. And I'm always working a week ahead. So I know by like Friday end of day of each week that all my YouTube videos for the following week are scheduled and ready to go, which means I can go into the new week knowing, okay, I just have to make my videos for next week. I don't have to worry about playing catch up on this week's content. So that means that I'm always feeling a little bit ahead of the game and I'm not like creating a video like the day before I'm trying to publish it or anything like that. 
and I have similar systems for Instagram as well. So if you watch my YouTube channel, you can find me at youtube.com slash Katie. Then you'll have seen in the past, I used to do monthly batching sessions where I would create all my content for one month in just a couple of days and then schedule it ahead of time so that I kind of didn't have to worry about it. I knew it was going live. And then moving into the spring, I've actually switched to a slightly different routine where I create all of my content the week ahead. So it's a little bit more timely and I can kind of jump on trends a little bit easier. And I'm just, you know, making sure that all my content by Friday at the end of the day is scheduled for the following week. You don't have to duplicate these systems exactly. It really depends on you and your routines, what's going to work best for you. But the point is having some sort of system and routine is so important because as a creator, you are going to be on the fast track to stress and burnout if you don't have a system in place and you end up looking at the calendar and saying, oh, I've got to post another YouTube video tomorrow and I haven't even thought about what the title is going to be or what the concept is going to be. That is just going to make you feel like you're in this constant stress treadmill of trying to get content out there as soon as possible. So that's when it really comes into taking a break, like I mentioned at the top of the episode, using that time during your break to gather inspiration from other sources, taking a step back from social media, and maybe even creating a system while you're at it. So then when you come back, you're kind of ahead of, you're kind of ahead of the game a little bit. Really, when it comes down to it, we all just need to acknowledge that being a content creator is really hard work. It's a long journey and it can be really stressful. And I think a lot of the times with the podcasts and the YouTube videos that are out there in my space providing advice on, you know, starting a creator business or having a creator career, we talk a lot about the technical skills, about strategy, about content creation. But the thing is, organization and self-motivation are just as important skills as any of that content creation stuff when it comes to being a creator. Because the thing is, you're the only one out there keeping yourself accountable, right? Like this whole business comes back to you remaining creative and energized and inspired. And so you really have to keep that as a top priority as you move forward to take care of yourself, make sure that you have the routines and systems in place that ensure that you're not always feeling stressed and burnt out. And really, if you could master all of that and get that all in place, Yes, there's still going to be bumps in the road. There's still going to be discouraging moments, but really none of that will be able to stop you because you'll have prepared yourself with good systems, good routines, good attitudes that will insulate you from those difficulties and help you keep going even when you don't feel like it. If you have any questions about anything that you heard in this episode, like, you know, prioritizing your goals, organizing yourself, notion, whatever it is, you can shoot us a DM over at Creatorly Media, and you can go ahead and follow the Creator Club podcast on Instagram. It's at Creator Club Podcast. We are just working on refreshing all of our content there. So if you've been following me for a while there, you'll know it's been a little bit quiet because we've had a lot of other stuff going on. You know, it takes us back to the priority section of this episode, but I'm really excited because we're going to be creating more regular content over at Creator Club Podcast. So make sure you join in on the fun over there and I will catch you in the next episode. Thanks so much for listening to the Creator Club Podcast. This show is produced by Creatorly Media, a social media and content marketing agency by creators for creators. If you want professional help growing your social media platforms or creating your content, come visit us at creatorlymedia.com or at creatorlymedia on Instagram. 
If you've listened this far into the episode, we want to know who you are. Seriously, thank you so much for listening. Screenshot your podcast app and share it to your Instagram story, tagging at Creatorly Media or at Katie Steckley so that we can chat. Again, thanks for listening and remember to keep on creating. We'll catch you next time.